0: Anomaly. Damn man, it's been a minute. It's been a minute though, but we got a lot of basketball to talk about. A lot of a lot of basketball to talk about. We're gonna try to fit it all in one episode for We're gonna try. We're gonna try, man. So shit, let's let's just get right into it since we got so much to talk about, man. I wanna we talked about this in our text message uh probably about two weeks ago. Carl Anthony Towns is the best big man shooter of all time. And uh, he, he, he proved it this weekend. He proved it this weekend, three-point contest, set a record. You know, record don't mean much because they keep changing the rules on the damn balls. And There's right. way more balls than when Larry Bird used to shoot, so I don't know how the record holds. But he got 29 in the final round, but he was shooting that thing. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, the dude, like his work speaks for itself. I know people are going to say, oh, well, there's Dirk. But, like, Dirk is, is the best. Big man that was shooting, but he's not the best shooting big man. Like nah, not no Carl, more. Carl numbers speak for themselves. Dude shot forty percent from three multiple times, and he's shooting it like probably what, six times a game. Like, come on, bro! Like,
0: he almost shoots homies. it too much. They say. <laughs> you said what? I said they almost cry about how much he shoots it because he's so big and it's. But he he knocks him down consistently.
1: He like he's a forty percent shooter from three. That's wild. wow. And he's shooting it off the dribble, off the catch. It's, it's really like? I don't think it's really a debate.
0: No, he, think, he got some shaking bait to his game too.
1: Man, he's he's so talented. The only thing I want to see the more is from the, like a little bit of a more motor. But like as a talent wise, I feel like he he in that upper echelon.
0: Yeah, I feel that same way. I feel like the talents they always question some of the toughness and the heart sometimes. But uh, uh, hopefully, he can turn that Timberwolves team around. Anybody in a three point shootout contest that you were disappointed with? I picked Trey Young to be to win, and he 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 did well. You know, second place, one shot off, really. Um, any, any guys you were disappointed with?
1: Man, you know, I had Fred VanVleet. That's my guy right there. Fred he
0: he a game player. shooter, man. He a game shooter.
1: In my my thinking though, like oh, it's a three point shooting shooting contest, like off the rack. You know, you don't want to tire yourself out. Fred don't jump high when he shoot. He's gonna get him off quick. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I thought I thought that was the one, but that's really it.
0: Yeah, nah. he, he, he. Fred made you t- t- tough on there, but no, I mean, I, I feel like Fred just uh, in-game big-time clutch shooter when you need one. Um, I, I was kind of shocked to even see him in a three-point contest. Honestly, I was like, oh, okay, Fred, I see. you
1: Yeah, but you know, we always got a dark horse, and that was mine,
0: man. Man, speaking about the dark horses, the contest, I thought we had one dark horse, fucked around, and it was four dark horses, and that was that was some tough shit to watch. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we're still coming down off. Of, it's been five years, five years, and we're still coming down off that high of, of, Jay, of Aaron, Aaron Gordon and Zach
0: Levine. Zach Levine, yeah.
1: And that's the best dunk contest ever. I don't care. I know it's the Vince Carter, the Jordan, the Dominion.
0: Vince Carter, Jay Rich, man, I don't know. It's something. I mean, know.
1: The thing is with, with Vince Carter is like, when you when you think about that dunk contest, all you see is Vince Carter dominating.
0: Jay Rich showed out.
1: Yeah, but you knew he wasn't gonna win. <laughs> you, you knew it. You he you know he was he wasn't competing with vets like he was he was doing some nice. Like, oh, okay, cool. But he you knew he wasn't gonna win. The Zach Levine Aaron Gordon contest like this dude is that tiebreaker
0: one was crazy.
1: Like, dude is sitting in the air, putting it between under his leg. Like that's ridiculous. The creativity, the 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 finesse. I don't know the finesse. Different. They That's gotta. The contest.
0: They mean. gotta put a. Uh, they gotta fix this rule of The no dunker tip stuff though. That was insane. No one should have ten minutes to dunk a basketball. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: it, they, I mean, I understand the three dunker tips, but maybe attempts and the clock, because that was man. The, everyone was just like, "All right, can someone please just please dunk a ball? Like somebody dunk it."
1: Yeah, man. It's. It was it was it was it was It was tough. I I can't
0: say not, I, I don't remember a single dunk. Not one.
1: Uh Obi Toppin has some nice stuff. I ain't gonna hold you. He was he was pretty creative, but like like guess it's, it's it's so because we have seen everything. We've we've seen everything. We have seen a dude windmill from the free throw line.
0: <laughs> yes, sir.
1: Like how much more do we like like as a friend, we kinda greedy. We kinda greedy. We
0: kinda greedy. Yeah, but that's true. we, we have seen a lot of great dunks. What more can you do?
1: That's what, that's what I'm saying. So I respect any type of creativity because it's not like – as much as we complain about it, I know it's hard. I know it's hard.
0: It's got to be hard. I mean, I, I feel like the guys that end up winning it, like you see Zach Levine's and Aaron Gordon's, you know, just 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 dunk. Zach, Zach just did it, you know. Like Zach wasn't – Zach was just like, I'm just going to do me. Someone's win me up before. Someone's jumped from the free throw line before. But, like, I'm going to put that shit together, you know.
1: <laughs> right. I know what you mean because technically speaking – I still think Aaron Gordon should have won that dunk contest because I don't know if you remember, but in that dunk contest, Zach Levine did the same dunk Will Barton did.
0: Yes, Aaron Gordon had the best dunk in that contest. I'd say.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Aaron Gordon had the best dunk in that contest, but I felt like Levine had a better overall package. I did when it happened. I gotta yeah. go back and watch it though. I've been watching it. I haven't rewatched in a while,
1: bro. If you go rewatch it, watch the whole thing. Zach Levine did the same dunk Will Barton did in the dunk contest.
0: And he got a higher score, probably.
1: He did. He did.
0: <laughs> he had more swag to it, man.
1: That's why I say Aaron Gordon is the best, the best. I don't care.
0: All star game, Steph Curry, man, showed up. Proved why he is an alien. Man. One of the the best shooter of all time. One of the best players in the world right now, still. Still. Um
1: Steph is a little
0: sick in the head. Like he It's, it's gross. That's not,
1: like, normal. That's not a normal thing to, like, to be that good at something.
0: Nah.
1: He got to be a little off in the head. I I don't know. I don't know.
0: Shit went in.
1: Bro, like, I'm like, bro. But from half. I've
0: seen him do it from, like, three-point line before. But I have never seen him two steps in from half turn around with a shot halfway.
1: Bro, is he from Hogwarts? (laughs) Or, like, this dude is a wizard. Like, it don't make sense, bro. Like, I don't get
0: it. I do not get it. He overshadowed all the other great performances. Embiid was spectacular. LeBron played very well. You know, game with the shot, of course, in Akron. That was – I mean, in Cleveland, but in Ohio, that was, that was beautiful, you know. Yeah. Storybook uh, moment. You said what? Storybook moment, you know. Yeah. It's the perfect – that's the perfect ending. Perfect ending. He left the door open in the All-Star weekend. Comments that, you know – I can go anywhere in my career against, late wherever Bronny goes. So, leave a little hope for the Cleveland fans that if y'all go get Bronny, he'll come home for the third time, you know.
1: Listen, bro, That I'm going to touch on that, bro. That I love to see that nepotism. Like,
0: bro,
1: <laughs> I love to see that nepotism. Bro, like, especially, like, I mean, uh, a lot of, like, a lot of spaces, like, a lot of black people don't get to, like, exercise nepotism. So, yeah. Like him, like, him having that much power is, like puts his son in position like even if he like on the cusp like oh maybe a second round maybe he don't get drafted like he just got like he got a, like a, a guarantee
0: yeah i guarantee if i draft this guy i'm gonna at least get lebron's fair World tour and we'll sell out the stadium every game this season worst comes yeah. to worst yeah you know so yeah that was petty but i loved it. it was good petty I love to see that, like you said. <laughs> some, oh
1: yeah, for sure, I love to see
0: it. It was some Tom Brady pettiness. Like it was beautiful to see,
1: bro. He's he's so smart. He's <laughs> so smart, and he knows his value.
0: Your boy Dejounte Murray showed out in the All Star game as well. First appearance, hey, he played very well. Sixteen points, a handful of assists. Um, he. I talked about him like three years ago. I think he's one of the best players, you know, in the Western Conference. ACO kind of held him back, but. I think he's fully emerging now as a centerpiece of that San Antonio Spurs team. Oh yeah,
1: dude is in that in that argument for most improved. I got him and Miles Bridges right now. But yes. I think he's in that argument for most improved and he like just a all around player. Uh he good. Like the like the dude is good. Like everybody like raves about him like being good. And it's a shame that like he dropped in his draft because of like things happened when he was a kid. So it's a drive. shame about that. But like I, I'm just I'm just ready to finish something to like get another piece to put together for that team, and like and want him to go out there and compete.
0: I, I think Pop's gonna give it one last one last hurrah. You know, I think Pop's got one more rebuild left in him, and this is the one right here. And you can kind of see, like, I, th- I think the Dejounte is gonna be that centerpiece during this time. So I'm I'm excited to see Pop build around a guard instead of having the bigs that he used to build around. I think it's gonna be special. Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely
1: unique and you know, that that's still one of the greatest coaches of all time, so he'll figure it out.
0: Greek freak. Um, he's knocking down jumpers very consistently. Turnaround fadeaways. Um I he he seems hungrier after his the last NBA title. You know, we, we talk about a lot this season how a lot of people felt Anthony Davis after his title kind of took the foot off the gas a little bit. I feel like Giannis is putting it all the way down. Like, I honestly feel like Giannis has gotten better this offseason. And this season, if it wasn't for Joel Embiid, Giannis would probably, you know, be having one of the best seasons of basketball behind him and DeRosa. Dude, is,
1: that that development is nice. Like, he's, like I know it's not like the catchy shoot threes that everybody wants to see, but he got the, the little bink, bink. Like, you got to respect little, it. Yeah, the little turnaround jumper. He hitting that, like, he hitting that. I ain't going to say consistently, but he hitting it a, a good amount That's right up. now. Enough. <laughs> so, uh, and that's what you, that's not really a surprise with a dude like that who's just so humble and ready to, and ready to, and just ready to prove himself every year and get better and look better. Like, every time you, every time you see him have success, he go back and be like, all right, let's throw that out the window. Let's move on to the next thing. Yeah, like, sure. when he, when he won the MVP, he was like, yeah, don't call me MVP until I win it again next year. What do you do? Win You're it again. Get it. Like, so he, I know he won another championship, of course. I know he's grateful that, grateful for his championship as well. But he he he's a prime example of of humble and hungry.
0: Yeah, I feel like he has a chip on his shoulder. Still, he still feels disrespected. You know, he still feels like people aren't talking about his team. You know, despite them having one of the best teams of basketball, fresh off a title, probably the best record in the Eastman season, ends. I still feel like he has that cockiness about him, and it's going. It, it definitely has changed the whole Bucks organization.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And it, I like they they. I think they now. Now that they like uh, they got their championship, they got their pieces. They like let's just let's just go ball. Yeah, and like we they know we coming to compete. We coming to compete for it. Like I think that now they have that championship pedigree.
0: A hundred percent. I I can feel the coming for sure. Man, we want to talk about the trade deadline, biggest winners and losers. You know, we just finished that. Um, I, I want to start off at home, Detroit Pistons. I was shocked they did not move Jerry and Graham. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was very shocked. Yeah. Well the uh we've heard the you know the biggest rumor was they wanted Patrick Williams and the Bulls were just saying no to that, which I can't blame them, but are, are you are you giving the Pistons a little a flack for not getting rid of Grant?
1: No, nah, I'm not because I think they he still got value, especially uh, next year he'll be on an expiring contract so i'm not I'm not too mad about that. I like that they gave uh Marvin Bagley a chance yes and, and like what they doing with these young players is giving them opportunity to like uh basically to to thrive yeah. so like like the whole roster is full of young dudes who who didn't pan out necessarily in other places like you look at Hamido Di, uh, Diallo or Frank Jackson like dudes like that who were first round picks but they didn't get the, the chance to thrive and, and that's really like all you can ask for when you are a uh, bottom of the barrel team right now is giving those guys find maybe find you a gym maybe you're find you a gym or not but like there's still some time. to Jeremy Grant still got value right now.
0: I agree. Marvin Bagley move was nice, you know. So safe, safe bet, you know. You know, right. if he if he pans out, you're a genius. You know, <laughs> if he you know if he becomes a stud, and if he doesn't, it's just like yeah, we didn't give up too much for him. So uh, I love that move. But man, a team who I thought had to make a move and we all knew it'd be tough, but didn't is the LA Lakers. Um, yes. And now they go into a spot now approaching the buyout where they probably. Need to get rid of some guys just to, I guess, go fishing and hope someone else is out there because they they made zero uh, change at the deadline. Were you shocked that no uh, changes were made for the Lakers and kind of what do you see coming forward for them?
1: Uh, no, I wasn't shocked. They can't they can't really do anything. Like, board's
0: locked.
1: Yeah, like that that contract is locked up everywhere. They can't really do anything. And I know it's la la land. They make something happen out of nothing, but like. Hey, it's only so much. And I don't, these teams aren't trying to help you anymore. They're not about to – I'm not about to try to help the Lakers. Like You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Hey, you, it, you make it work. And um, everyone was pissed about the John Wall, Russell Westbrook deal not going through. I'm like, I don't see why – that's a terrible deal. I don't understand why the Lakers would want John Wall at this moment and give up a draft pick just to get rid of Russell. That's just an insane deal. Yeah, For a guy you haven't seen Hoop in two years.
1: I mean, that's – one, I do want to see John Wall, who he deserves that chance. Oh, Which, is, which should be illegal, by the way, not playing them. It should be illegal. Man,
0: I'm not the smartest guy, but I'm sure it's got to be. They're only paying the guy not to come around. The, the Lakers did this a couple of years ago uh, after the bad Lou Dane contract. But, just, no,
1: he was waived, though. He got waived, <laughs> and they was paying him. John Wall can't even play anywhere. Like, he just here. He just, I got to sit here. Like, maybe, man, that, that, that should be illegal. But rumor
0: Lakers, has it they might get a buyout pretty soon.
1: You gonna buy out forty million dollars?
0: <laughs> that's why. That's why he needs a buyout. He got. He, he got. He gonna have to agree to like twenty mil, and they'll for say okay, bet
1: over for over a long period of time.
0: He gonna have to come down a lot of money to uh, to play again because they're not gonna go, forty million. They're not gonna see it.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Nah, nah. I need <laughs> all of them. I love Johnny. I need all of them coins. All of them.
0: That's what he doing right now. Just say yeah. I need all my money. I'm not gonna play then. Yeah, for sure. I, that's
1: not. That's not right.
0: Portland Trailblazers, they did it. They did what we talked about, man. They got rid of the the the, the boy. Um, I said I think they could get rid of CJ and keep Dame, and they end up doing it. I'm happy to see only one go. I know you talked that probably both had to go. Um, how you like how you like the move that they end up doing?
1: I think it, I think they're the biggest losers of the trade <laughs> deadline. I, I I think they traded everybody and like. The best that they did was addition by subtraction, which is like letting letting Yo. dudes like get an opportunity like Anthony Simons play more, or and and that's really that's really it. Dame is out, so it's like just really getting Anthony Simons' confidence. That's the only thing they did. You traded three starters, three starters for that. Like that, it makes no sense. Like basically, let's <laughs> just see, let's just let's just see where they're gonna try to trade Dame. That's the only answer. Like, Dude, if I'm telling you, they're not. <laughs> If you tell Dame like yo, we trying to compete with this. After we yeah. just traded three of your starters, I'm, I'm gonna look around like, like, Bro. where,
0: are
1: you, where are you trying to compete? Like, where?
0: I like, told you, I had a feeling, man. That's exactly their thought right now. because like their their thought is, illusional. If we could <laughs> get Dame ten to twelve more shots a game, because we just took away twenty from CJ, so if Dame get ten of those. At least four of them going to go in five of them. They, they think that they can get Dame to be averaging around 31-plus points a game. That's eight, the thing. He's averaged 30 assist. points
1: a game, and they lost. <laughs> so if you think taking 20 more points is going to make this better, no. no
0: 35. No, no, they're trying no, to get, no. get Dame into 35, 36 points a game. And, uh, yeah, like you said, it was really just a dip, addition by subtraction. They just cleared up space. They didn't get many draft picks. They didn't really get nothing. Yeah, no. Man.
1: I, I mean, I, I just hey, had a
0: feeling it was gonna happen. I really
1: did. I, I like Josh Hart. I'm gonna say I like the. Jo- I like getting Josh Hart. Cool. But you shipped off Larry Nance, C.J. McCollum, Norman Powell, Robert Covington for cap space like,
0: and Josh yeah. Hart. Dane must know some people coming to Portland this summer.
1: Who's coming to Portland? Dane
0: must know somebody, man.
1: Is, is, he, I mean, he's been in Portland his whole career. Nobody was like, oh yeah, I need to. I need to go see what Portland, Oregon is like. You
0: give him a big F for the biggest loss in the trade deadline. Big I F think for Portland. My biggest losers was the Dallas Mavericks. I talked about them needing to make a move and moving Porzingis. I get it. I understand it, but for what they moved him for? Talk about not getting any value on the dollar, man. You, they moved Porzingis for absolutely nothing that they can use moving forward. I mean, I, I like Beatrice. He's a solid shooter, spreads the floor. But you really just say you're not ready to compete this season because there's no way your big men are going to be Powell, Kleber, and, and, and Beatrice. That's just, that's not the big man you're going to send them in on a, a seven-game series.
1: Right. Uh, I don't get that move either. I mean, I like Spencer Dinwiddie.
0: Think- but he's – He's not Spencer Dinwiddie that he was.
1: He's still recovering from his injuries, and like we don't know, like how we don't necessarily know what he looks like yet. But like, yeah, I don't. I don't and is this the knows. offense
0: to find out? I don't think so. Not playing backup single to Luca. How yeah. you gonna find out how great you are? I don't. I don't get that move either. I don't. I think they want Luca to have
1: the ball in his hands, uh, but they got Jalen Brunson. So why get Spencer Dinwiddie? You got Trey Burke, who's also a bucket. Why get Spencer Dinwiddie? Yeah,
0: like,
1: I don't. I don't get it necessarily. I uh, maybe they. May, some of these moves are, which I think that Dallas Mavericks move might. It's just like just freeing up stuff for later on. So it's like,
0: just I'm not gonna
1: it. say it's throwing in a towel, but it's like eh, let's set things up for later.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, let's. It's gonna be a long fight. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a. We're not going for knockout punch like we thought we could. It's gonna be a twelve rounder. It's back up a little bit.
1: But but Myron, I'm I'm gonna go to Dallas before I go to Portland if I'm setting up sudden late, later. I'm gonna go to Dallas. They can they can get a free agent.
0: Mark no Cuban's known. Mark Cuban's known as a great owner and great facilities. They're known by
1: and no state tax.
0: No state tax definitely helps Texas over Oregon. I guess. Hey. I guess. Hey. The, the biggest move of the deadline, you know, seventy sixers, Brooklyn Nets. Um, I I I give the Nets like an an A minus on this, like a B plus like Nets did very well, I feel. I, I think they got better if Ben Simmons is even point seven five of what Ben Simmons was in Philly. Um the addition that he brings to them defensively in the playoffs, I mean, imagine switching K D to Ben Simmons. Uh, just a simple handoff on all the teams on offense. Like defensively, I think they get so much better. And now KD does not the check your best player. Now Ben Simmons on a nightly basis, seven game series can shut down your main guy at no matter what position he's playing one through five. So I think they got a lot better there. And I love you added shooting in Seth Curry. Oh yeah, for sure. I like I
1: like the move offensively and defensively. I like it for Ben because Ben could be a little bit more, more natural now. Like I don't, I don't think he's a point guard. He's more like a point forward, point dual forward. Yeah, uh, like he can he can play out the out the posting and make you some good passes or something like that, or be a secondary ball handler. But I don't think he's a primary ball handler, which makes him like he can just fit in like a glove. Like he, he can just fit in and move the ball. He can you know be a body. Go attack the glass. Hopefully, it'd be more, a little bit more aggressive. And defensively, yeah. like, he gives them an a, a anchor, a little bit of an anchor. So, yep. I, I feel like it's more natural for him, and, it, and everybody can be themselves. 100%.
0: Know? And it opens – honestly, it gives more – gives the ball to KD and Kyrie more. You know, three, three people, 25-plus shots each is a little tough. You know, so now KD and Kyrie can do, like, the bulk of the scoring. Um, and and Ben can just do bad things, you know. And I think that also is going to help a little bit too, as far as just keeping all that together.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, especially with the shooting as well. Like you got guys who can just like be who they are right now.
0: Like, yeah. I got
1: shooters and Seth Curry, Patty Mills. Patty Mills. We don't see if Joe Harris come back. They those guys can just shoot. We got Andre Drummond. Just go rebound. I know you're good at that. I know you like that. Go rebound. So like these guys don't. And that's, I think that's really important for basketball players is, like, if you're able to just be who you are and use your skills and, like, not have to be anybody else. So they can just be who they are, and I think that's going to work out if they're all healthy.
0: They get a, someone who was never going to come play for them. They get a future Hall of Famer. So, you know, if right. if James can figure it out, I think if, if B can be Shaq in the, in the playoffs, they can win the NBA championship. But he's got to have stack numbers. I'm talking 35 and 18s, 40 and 25s. Like, he has to be legit, dominant, the best big man in basketball every night. With James Harden, they can win the title.
1: I uh, I don't know how well it works, but I, I agree with you. I think it's a great trade. I think it's one of the rarest trades where both teams won. Yeah. Like, essentially. But, like, I don't know, like, how – I don't think it's a natural fit. Oh, no. I don't <laughs> think it's a natural fit um, with – James and, and Joel and that's gonna be Doc's job to figure it out that's gonna yeah. be Doc's job to figure it out you got taking the ball out of Maxie hands as well who's like been who's been picking things up so like I I'm I'm curious on how they're gonna figure it out talent wise pff, blow you off the water but like Doc gonna have to figure that one out
0: Doc yeah Doc gotta make that paycheck right now and the question I think it has to come up is can you make Harden play off the ball that I think that has to be the question that we have to start to discuss. Um, I mean, I know no one's talk about it—the elephant in the room. Can he go back to shooting guard? <laughs> like he was drafted to be? Can he be a shooting guard again? Because I think still Maxie and B the pick and roll is what you want to see the best. And Harden spotting up with Tobias on the other side, man, that's scary. Like that's what you, I think, you want to see.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, they don't run a lot of pick and rolls. They do a lot of pick and pops.
0: Oh, even better because you got pick and pop. You got a beat coming to the wing. That middle is going to open up for Maxi, and you you can't help because you got Harden in one corner. Yeah, yeah. It, it really spaces the floor, but I think you got to find a way to get the ball out of Mister Harden's hand, which is like you said. That's a job for Doc. I, I'm, I'm on I'm on the couch.
1: Hey, let him do his job. <laughs> go go do your job and see what you get paid millions for. Everybody wants to. <laughs> We always coach it from, from from the sidelines, We like that man's <laughs> job. He, if anybody figure it out, they're supposed to be him.
0: Oh man, buyout market. Uh you just touched on it. Brooklyn Nets, they came up big, Goran Rogic.
1: That's another I think that's a safety net. Uh for Kyrie question, for Kyrie Irving. Because uh, otherwise I don't think it makes a lot of sense. You got you got Cam Thomas, you got Kyrie, you got Patty Mills, uh so, it's just all, like, small guards who can, like, essentially score the ball. So, like, getting Gordon Dragic, I think, is just a safety net. Yeah. And I guess it's better that you have them and nobody else has them. Like, like, it's better that you have them and Milwaukee doesn't have them or you have them and Miami doesn't have them or you have You know
0: what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, like, and the Bucs are targeting them, too. Yeah. yeah. So. You gotta the, they got to think they got, what, 25 games left, looking like KD is going to miss a good majority of them. Kyrie's only going to play in, like, seven of them, um, eight of them. And so, they lost, what, 11, 11 to 12 games? So, they need Drogic to just get the playoffs at this point. Yeah, just keep them afloat. Just keep yeah, them afloat. Just keep them above water until you can at least be the the most feared seven and eight seed in, in NBA playoff history. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a fact. But, like, the thing is, he also hasn't played him. Ben hasn't played – and they haven't played all year. So, like, they – they're going to take some time to get their own rhythm, and that's what I'm, like, kind of weary about coming in the playoffs is, like, you can't just roll the balls out and be like, okay, we're the most talented team as we'll win the championship. You need some some uh, continuity to work together. Yeah. To that. So that's what I'm a little scared, fearful
0: about with that team. And that's the one quick thing I do want to add before we move on. Adding Ben Simmons, I think, opens that Nets window up longer than they had with Harden. I think they now have a longer time frame to get that title. It doesn't have to be this year anymore. I think they do have until – You know, next year because Kyrie and KD are still only getting better.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, and Ben's
0: under contract for a while.
1: Yeah, was (laughs) under contract for four years. Yeah, three. And you got two of the best fourth quarter players. Like you, yeah. I I think we always uh, as fans and media, we always put like so much pressure. Oh, they gotta win now. They gotta win now. Like, bro, let them play basketball like that's I feel like it's disrespectful to the rest of the league to say this team has to win now. Yeah, like you. Like you don't think uh, every other team like not winning like competing for the same championship? Yeah, right. They feel the different. same way. Like if they win, great. If they lose, somebody else beat them. They had a better game plan. They, you know, what I mean, it was a, it was a, a bad series for them. So like, just let them just let them be basketball players. I mean, of course it's going to be shortcomings, but I don't think that much pressure that we put on them is like it's not healthy.
0: Media making that money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trisha Thompson, you talked about the Chicago Bulls needing big man badly. They go out and get, you know, TT. How you like that addition?
1: I like it. I like it a lot because the thing is missing. It was missing just having somebody who can rebound the ball, give you uh, some switchability and defend. Um, I don't think he's like – the. I don't think he's the answer, but I feel like he's, he's helped.
0: He's nice helped. little Band-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely doesn't hurt to Adam.
1: Yeah, for sure. Not at this point, especially with that team who's injury-ridden everywhere. Like, So, like, I, I think he could just come in and another guy would just come in and be himself because that's what they're missing, that defense, that rebounding, and and that energy.
0: Who's left for the Lakers to get? Who are they targeting this buyout? I mean, I've seen the names of DJ Augustine and Ernest Freedom. I mean, at, at this point, I guess the biggest question is, does John Wall get bought out? I, I don't
1: honestly think the Lakers are really targeting like I don't know who they could possibly target. It. Yeah, I think like, they just cut like,
0: DeAndre Jordan possibly.
1: Yeah, but like there's, I don't think there's no one who can be like okay, now the Lakers are back in contention. Like I don't, I don't think there's anybody who does that out there in the buyout market. Which you got Eric Bledsoe is probably going to get bought out. John Wall. Who maybe get bought up, but I don't know who's buying out that forty million. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas is still at the crib. Man, I
0: did at the crib. You can't tell me LA can't use Isaiah Thomas, I swear.
1: Like we uh, and that's the thing with the um the 10 days is is it's over. Yeah. Like uh they were giving out 10 days and I feel like I feel like that's good and bad. it was good and bad because like you didn't get a chance to really get somebody let somebody mesh. Like yeah. they got a little tryout and it was cool, and you got to play well on that. For like, but I think Isaiah Thomas played well, and he wasn't really given an opportunity. So I don't know who they're looking for. Or
0: hopefully, Kendrick Nunn comes back health healthy. Um, Want to look at some of the games looking into the next couple of weeks, man. Just twenty six games left. We in a home stretch. This is this is when you go ahead and get your playoff spot locked in. I was looking at the Grizzlies and the Bulls, two teams that I'm curious on that they can stay hot. Yeah, I feel like two of the Shockers this season, three seed, two seed in their conferences. No one saw that coming. Um, can both of these teams say, how you think, who you got in that game?
1: Uh, For sure. I got the Grizzlies. I feel like uh, they just really well coached. Uh, I'll, DeMar is like out of this world right now, but I Man. feel like the Grizzlies are just really well coached. They got some star power. They got... Jaron Jackson, who's trying to get a defensive player of the year. They got dudes like Desmond Bang, who's just trying to, like, really just prove himself in the league. Uh, the Bulls are doing a great job, and, like, I, I don't think their defense is, like, I don't think it's right Jack. now. Yeah, like, I, I see when they when they, anybody who plays the Bulls, like, somebody getting off. Like, the Bulls are going to outscore you, but the Bulls, that's how they win their games, outscoring, but I don't think Memphis yeah. is allowing that.
0: No, I think Memphis is going to sit down on that one for sure, and like you said, I think I think Memphis does stay hot in the second half of the season. If John's healthy, I think that they're one of the most feared teams in the West for sure. Um, Bulls in Miami. Bulls got a tough opening game after the All-Star break. They head to Miami after that. Miami's still um, not fully healthy, but they're still rolling.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I've they we've seen Victor Oladipo getting some work in the G League, so he should be coming back. Well, hopefully he comes back in the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm excited to see with that Miami team. Uh, Those are just dogs, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't say dogs lightly. Like they, Vic can they be gritty. special for that team. Yeah, and they need some, some scoring. They need a little bit of scoring. Like, yeah. as much as I say they're dogs and they're defensive and they're, like, gritty, you need somebody to, to get you some buckets. Like, I hope Vic can be that guy. Uh, Otherwise, and I feel like uh, they might just run out of points. They might have run out of points
0: before. Like, they need <laughs> yeah. somebody to score it. Yeah, yeah especially because, like I said, Jimmy's not trying to score 20-plus every night. And it really depends on, at this point, you know, hero and, you know, bam, when he's healthy. He's he's extremely dominant, of course. Right. March 2nd, man, I'm pumped for this one. You got LaMelo Ball, the Hornets, they're going against Cleveland, Darius Garland. They got Why are they getting so many All-Stars this year? I saw Jerry Allen in the All-Star game. Cleveland showed out for their home team this year. Uh, man, those injuries. Those injuries <laughs> got them in. But shout everybody hey, should do the Chris Paul, man. Come on and get it. i want to get an assist in real quick. Let me get Hey, it.
1: listen, he had. I gotta play. <laughs> I gotta play. I don't blame you. I ain't gonna. Hey, do your thing.
0: Get that paycheck.
1: I got Cleveland. Uh, I feel like those teams are kind of funny to me because I feel like they're like uh, opposites. They're complete opposites. Like, yeah, they're both. I mean, they're both young teams, but like. Cleveland is more defensive-minded. That's one of the best defenses in the league, and the Hornets are not playing defense. Hornets ain't going to check their lunch, yeah. They, they're not playing defense at all right now, and they need what Cleveland has in a, a center like Jared Allen right, or Evan Mobley. so they need those defensive anchors. I got Cleveland. I think they're just uh, they just trying to get uh, Karis LeVert in, inverted in there as well. That's
0: a nice pickup for them at the trade deadline.
1: That is a great pickup. I feel like it gives them scoring on all three levels. And it makes them more versatile, and it opens the floor up for everybody. Like so, it, I, I like that trade. I like that pickup, and I think they like as these games continue to go on, it's going to mesh, and like we're going to see a, a good Cleveland team.
0: Man, Lakers got a must must win second half of the season if they plan on making the playoffs. They hosting Golden State March fifth. Man, I think Golden State probably going to show out. Like you said, everybody gets off in L A. Yeah.
1: Uh yeah, they they do for sure get off in L.A. and just, it's,
0: it's been top. consistent this season.
1: Yeah, and it's not gonna stop anytime soon with Anthony Davis out. So
0: yeah, yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. We're gonna skip right over the AD injury. <laughs> I'm I'm tired of talking about AD injuries, man. I, I'm over. It. I'm so totally tired. We I'm not mad at him because that's what we knew. It, it they knew that was gonna happen when they traded for him. You know, they yeah. did. He did his part at this point. Honestly, he got them the ship. That's what they wanted to get one ship out of it. Any other season he gets them close to a ship is just a bonus at this point.
1: Yeah, it's disappointing to say. It is, man. He's
0: never played, with more than 60 games in a season. It's just – it's unfortunate. It really is. For a talent that great, just can't stay healthy. It's, it's so unfortunate as an athlete. I, I can't imagine, you know, how frustrated he could he has to be with the whole situation. Like, yeah, both physically and mentally as and well. Man, like, mentally, most.
1: Like, that, that recovery is not – you know what I'm saying? It's not – easy it's not like oh i'm hurt and no, i'm gonna just wait a few weeks and get back no he's he's working while he's hurt and he's like still frustrating and, and not, not a part done. of the team right and some days he feel like he's not getting better like you know so that's definitely frustrating
0: as an athlete talking about injuries man phoenix suns lose their boy chris paul for the next six to eight weeks i'm very curious to see how they hold up for the second half of the season they got the bucks uh march six that's gonna be a battle Probably uh,
1: I feel like, you know, I, I don't know, about I feel like they're not going to lose much. I, I know like, like I'm not saying Chris Paul is not important. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I feel like they're that team is so focused on getting to the finals, which I think they're going to be in the finals. I think they're so focused and like in their well coats and everybody knows their role. So I feel like campaign is going to do a good job of just running things and everybody's going to pick everybody else but, uh, where Chris Paul left off. Uh, the Bucs game, I know it's going to be a little tougher. It's going to be more competitive, especially because they just beat the Bucks.
0: Just beat them. They,
1: they just beat the Bucs, so the Bucs definitely want that get back. But I don't think Phoenix is going to drop off, like, off the face of the earth.
0: That's going to be interesting to see. I, I'm very curious. If they if they do what you just said, they're going to be in back in the finals again. Yeah. Because you're about to lose the uh, league leading in assists right now, and the guy who dominates your offense helps you. Is the motor? You know, he does everything right now for that car. So, uh, I'm very curious to see if you can plug in Cameron Payne and the rest of the you know, the young guards. There, Booker going to step up a lot. Booker's gonna step up big. Yeah, uh,
1: they got Aaron Holiday too in a trade. In a trade, we I know uh, Aaron Holiday doesn't get a lot of press, but that's a good player. That's another good point guard. There. Solid vet. So, like, I'm I I genuinely don't think a lot is gonna change unless there's other injuries. But I think Monty Williams got them focused.
0: March 10th, man, the game everybody's got on their calendar. Highlighted, bolded, circled. Brooklyn Nets, 76ers. Ben Ben Simmons is healthy. James Harden is back. This looks to be the game that's probably going to be on TNT. Um, who we got? Uh, KD. And it's at Philly, so Kyrie should be playing. But probably no KD. No KD. I
1: got, I got Philadelphia. I don't. I mean, Ben Simmons is great uh, defensively, but nobody's checking Joel and B right now. Uh, he's simply unguardable. I, 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 I don't think Brooklyn has enough without KD right now to to really be there. He's gonna get booed. I mean, Ben Simmons gonna get booed, but like,
0: I I just don't see anybody stopping Joel. I agree. I have to think, Joel. He's on pace to be the MVP this year. He's every night proving how dominant he is and. I, I honestly, I want to see him do Shaq numbers in the playoffs. Because if he do, it's gonna be something. That's just like straight dominant. Because it it should be that. There's not a guy that can check him. We just saw in the All Star game, thirty six points against the best player. Anybody checking the guy? They doing every once two. I saw him do some step back stuff. Yeah, he, he got he got a whole full bag of tricks right now.
1: Man, right before the basket. I mean, right before the All Star game, he gave uh, the Bucks hell. He gave them yeah. forty forty four, forty five.
0: That's on jumpers,
1: pump fakes, and, and getting in the paint. Like, he can't be moved inside on a an on arc. He's shooting step backs and catching shoot threes. Like, he's really giving, like, giving you nightmares.
0: And you can't follow him because he's making free throws. He's making free throws.
1: And he's, not only that, like, not only he's just being dominant and scoring the ball, he's also passing the ball out the post, getting those guys involved. So, like, he's really the whole package right now.
0: Yes, uh, I'm hoping big balls. Oh, man. Give me uh, – let's wrap it up for the night, man. We got a lot of hoops that we talked about. But, like I said, the home stretch right now, 24-plus 20, games left is going to be very interesting to see. Um, and out of the 75 top players yesterday that we saw, beautiful, beautiful ceremony, man. Give me five players that you would show film to your son or daughter. If they was growing up and they was like, pops, I would to play basketball, show me some film.
1: Um, if I'm showing anybody young a basketball player, um, first I'm gonna start like you're not gonna be. There's no guarantees you're gonna be six eight. There's no sir- guarantees you are gonna have a forty inch vertical. So I gotta go with the point guard and one of the smartest basketball players I've ever played, Chris Paul. Like, uh, he's an all around point guard, smart. He's not the He's not the tallest. He's not the fastest. Mm-hmm. He's not the most. Of, but he's just one of the smartest people, and he's one of the best players ever because of that. So Chris Paul. Dennis Rodman, playing hard is a skill, and that's one of the hardest playing players you ever gonna see. X. I got Isaiah Thomas. I think Isaiah Thomas is one of the best leaders who's just gonna get it done, and and I think he's one of the most underrated players ever. Gotta be. Um, Allen Iverson, who's one of the, also another one of the hardest player playing hardest player players to playing, uh, and he was just a bucket. One, also a cultural icon. Shout out, AI.
0: Big shout out.
1: And then, if I'm going number five, I'm going Tim Duncan, who
0: was... Mr. Fundamentals.
1: Right. He's seven <laughs> feet. He's seven feet, so everybody's not going to be seven feet. But if you see, like, he wasn't the most athletic. Yo. He wasn't shooting from half court. Like, you know what I mean? He got great footwork, and he owned his skills and where he was good at.
0: Talk about a guy you can't speed up, Tim Duncan, man. He going to go at his pace the whole game. Uh, my five... From Detroit, got to be Zeke. Zeke got to be on the list, man. Like you said, start off with leadership right there. That's that's the captain, man, everything. Zeke is what you want in the Hooper. So, Zeke's number one on my list. Uh, number two, Pistol Pete, man. Have fun out there, you know. Like, I feel like watching Pistol is just fun. That's, like, the first memories I remember of watching him. And then number three, Magic Johnson. Just having a good time on the court, always smiling. Uh, four... Kobe, I gotta show. The, I gotta show Kobe the uh, mostly the footwork. The footwork is beautiful. That's something I think that always separated him from other great players. Um, and number five, gotta show him Jordan. Gotta show him him or her Jordan for sure. This this is why this is why most people play basketball because right. of, of this man right here. You know. Right. <laughs> uh, so that's probably my five there. But man, that that ceremony was great. Good to see all those players, you know, the top 75, man. Together. Uh-huh.
1: That's a beautiful thing right there.
0: That was great. I wish they would have found a better way to put people who didn't go there. They had, they looking mad weird, like they was like in homes or something, waving it loaded their- <laughs> heads. <laughs> it was waving the walls and stuff. You could tell they all was in empty rooms. Yeah. They should have figured out a better player for that because they are all about to be meme and gift famous now. All of them. Internet yeah, famous. the show. <laughs> Man, well, I appreciate it, bro. We got to end it with, of course, your message for the people. I know you brought something to the show today. Oh, of
1: course, bro. Um, Our message today is, I was reading this book today, and it was saying, uh, it was talking about vanity, and it was talking about isolation, and a big thing I talk about is is um using other people, and I don't mean, like, using people, like, oh, I need something from, them. like, use them as resources, like, we're not, I don't think, I'm, I'm not, I'm pretty much a faithful guy so i don't think god put us here for to be alone he put people around us to use them and, and have a relationship so mm-hmm. i think that relationship with other people is like priceless use your people don't be don't feel like you're in this world alone don't feel like you're out here alone i know like it's it's tough situations but like i know tough situations like your relationships your families your friends whatever but like you're not out here alone that's what i'm saying so that's yeah, my message is don't think you can don't think you need anything you can do that's worth doing or mu- worth mentioning is not done alone.
0: Always can ask for somebody help. Always. A lot of people got resources. They be scared to use them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, you might have one and you don't, but like sometimes we're so prideful. We're so prideful. We don't ask for help or we're so naive that we don't think like people like sometimes the worst that they can say is no. Like
0: where they you know, say okay. closed mouths don't get fed.
1: Yes, sir. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> But like we I think we're supposed to use each other we're supposed to build a relationship and and prosper
0: man that's much love much love that's facts man oh I can't can't disagree with that at all D so appreciate that man episode three it's yes, a sir. wrap oh,
1: hold up bro I didn't even get the show off my uh
0: Oh yes, Sports sir. Official, by,
1: man. Check me
0: out. Big time official. I know you needed that in the cold.
1: Needed that in this winter storm, bro. Needed this.
0: Big official, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now we got you right. You good now? Yes, huh? sir. Go get that. Anomaly. A podcast presented by Sports Time Live.